Any successful plan requires wisdom and preparation, and retirement is no different. It's time for the Plan Wise Retire Free Podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome into the podcast. This is Plan Wise Retire Free. As always, we appreciate your time as Jude, Mike, and myself talk investing, finance, and retirement. And yet again, it's just Jude and I this week. Mike is MIA. He's out there living his best life, but that's okay. He'll be back with us soon. Jude and I got a great little podcast lined up for you. We're going to talk about a survival guide, if you will, lessons learned for the next stock market crash. But before we get into all that, what's going on, my friend? How are you this week? Brother, I am feeling wonderful. I oh, feel good. blessed. Well, that's always fantastic. I always like when my guests come on and they feel blessed. It's good to uh, to have those conversations. You look good. We're doing this on Zoom, as a lot of our listeners know. And of course, we can we can do the audio, we can do the video, we can do all that stuff. So you're looking pretty good down there. So you've been doing all right, feeling good? Yeah. You know, I, I had a little bit of a health challenge um, uh, about a month ago. And I'm bouncing back. I, I feel like one of those scenes from a, a Rocky movie, you know, <laughs> that that montage where he's coming back. There you go. Can yeah. you hear Eye of the Tiger almost playing in your head right I, now? I can. Yeah, I can visualize it. You're, you're <laughs> running on the beach. Uh, although, I don't know, right now, the beaches aren't a good place to go in Florida, apparently. But <laughs> well, well, depending on how young you are, you, you identify with the Rocky analogy if oh, you're yeah. a little bit younger creed it's the same same story just it's the same people, story different just different times. people yeah. I, I'm, I'm with the original i'm apollo creed now so yeah. it's rocky <laughs> and apollo running on the beach there you go well good i'm glad you're feeling better and glad you've come through that uh that little episode they're feeling better and folks as always we appreciate your time here so we're gonna jump right into it and get rocking and rolling for you you know jude we've all experienced uh, at least most of us right most of the folks that we listen to listen to our podcast excuse me they're of that age where they lived through 08, and they know what a market crash feels like. Uh, but we do tend to, and I think it's a nice thing of the human brain, it tends to allow us to forget pains and, and forget things that kind of uh, well, that make us feel bad or make us hurt You know, over time, right? Time heals all wounds kind of thing. So let's talk a little bit about how we might could take some lessons. I've got a couple of key points here. Uh, for the potential next downturn, whether you want to say COVID back in March was a you know that big entity or all the way back to 08, however you want to pull from, we have to be realistic and smart and realize there's going to be others. May not be COVID related, obviously, but there's going to be other downturns in our financial future, especially if we're fortunate enough to live long enough in retirement, which most of us will, uh, hopefully based on technology and all those kinds of things. So the five rule market crash survival guide, I got a couple here for you. Let's see if we can get through all five. Always have an understanding of how much risk you're exposed to. Pretty smart number one there because risk is really what's going to wind up putting us behind the eight ball if we're not careful. You hit it on the head. Uh, you know, everybody has heard, or I hope everybody has heard, returns and risk have a relationship. The more risk you take, the more potential return and vice versa. Mm -hmm. But what most people don't do is get an understanding of exactly how much risk they're taking in their portfolio. Right. And so one of the first things we do when clients become clients, when potential clients come in the door, is that we take them through an analysis looking at all of the investments that they have right now and to quantify that risk. Because you've heard that philosophy of risk and return, but how does it make sense as far as quantifying it, a number that you can see? So we measure the amount of risk that they're taking on a scale of one to 100, one being, hey, let me put it under the mattress. I can't stand to lose a penny. 
or a hundred, I'm going to go to Vegas and I'm betting on black. Let's roll. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Most people are not at either end, right? but they're really surprised to find out where they stand. And and when I ask people, where do you stand? Almost nobody gets that number within a, a, a certain range, right? They're either taking a little risk or too much. Yeah, and we've talked about that many times on the podcast before. People tend to not truly understand where they are. Uh, So if you're going to break this down into just five basic rules to consider for surviving the next downturn or potential downturn, whatever that may be, number one would be understanding how much risk you've got yourself exposed to. Number two would be, uh, if you want to use the Vegas analogy, is protecting some gains as you go. I think we talked, it's been a while, but it might have been on an older podcast. The last time I was in Vegas, which was probably well over a year and a half ago, um, I started with 20 bucks. I got up to like $3,500 off of 20 bucks. And I started, I was like, you know what? It's time to walk away, you know? So I, I said, just a couple more rolls. And if I if I do bad, I'm done. So I stopped at like 2000 you know? And so I made 2000 bucks off of 20 But I could hey. afford to lose that 20 right? Absolutely. I knew I could share. Absolutely. I knew I could do that 20, but I decided to protect some of those winnings. Same concept. Absolutely. And it plays into our general uh, financial planning strategy. We've talked about it many times, the bucket plan, because there's three separate buckets. And as you know, the first two buckets really don't have a lot of risk. That last bucket is our growth bucket, that, that engine that gets that higher return that we need. But what people find difficult, one, most people don't know about the bucket plan strategy. But the other thing, people don't understand how much money should go into each of their buckets. So that's one of the things that we help with number two, protecting some of the gains as you go along. Yeah. And it doesn't mean, and well, if you think about the downturn in March due to COVID, March into April, uh, some people, especially if, depending on their age, depending on their time horizon, were surprised that they weren't losing as much as they initially, you know, the, the, the media is saying, oh my gosh, you know, it's down 35%. But you may not have gone down that because of a bucket type of strategy. Your, um, your now money versus mm-hmm. your, the future money might have been taking a little bit of a, a mm-hmm. on the chin, but your now money was probably not. So again, it's all those things to kind of uh, bear in mind when you're thinking about protecting ourselves from a, from a future downturn. Number three, Jude, be sure that you are diversified appropriately. Seems pretty standard, but yet again, <laughs> we tend to kind of get lulled into some false sense of security. Absolutely. 19 did a great job of putting us to sleep that saying, hey man, the market's going to go up forever. <laughs> <laughs> and then it didn't. Well, let me tell you, the one of the biggest mistakes I see clients make in this arena, everybody's heard that you have to diversify your investments. In fact, the saying that I hear people repeat back to me is, Jude, I don't want to have all my eggs in one basket. Right. Well, true. But when I look at a new client's portfolio, particularly their 401k, they may have 20 different options at their company for different mutual funds. And they've picked out five of those mutual funds. No particular strategy. They've just seen that these are different funds. And they're always surprised after we do the analysis and I show them out of these five funds, guess what? The top 10 holdings are very much the same. You probably own Apple in each one of these funds. You probably own Google in each one of these funds. And so are you truly diversified? No. If Apple and Google take a hit, those mutual funds are going to take a hit too. So we take diversity 
the extra mile by making sure that you're truly diversified. Yeah, you tend to have a lot of large cap is usually what a lot of times people will see in multiple port, you know, in those types of uh, vehicles like you're talking about. And it's you say, well, it's a different basket. Yeah, but it's painted the same. You know, <laughs> it's a whole bunch of <laughs> it's like a whole that. bunch of blue baskets. You know, <laughs> so grandma gave you 47 Easter baskets that all look the same instead of just one. So same kind of idea. So that's number three. Number four, pretty obvious. Don't try to time the market. You know, a lot of people in April, as they're watching things dive, they're like, hmm, what if I what if I get in on one of these companies that are that are really hurting because they've taken a beating and when they go back up, I'm gonna make a fortune or whatever the case might be. Okay, maybe, but do you know when that's gonna be? You know, we hear about cruise liners a lot. You know, I'm gonna get on yes. the cruise liners because eventually they'll go back up. But we've had some more spikes and you just don't know. So now you're trying to time it, you're trying to get in, you're trying to get out. It's always have, bad. You been, it's always... have you been spying on some of my conversations? I've I, had I, clients I, ask me specifically about cruise lines. I, I refuse <laughs> to answer on the grounds that may incriminate me. <laughs> but it's a great but point, though, right? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. That market timing is something by nature. I think as human beings, we feel that someone has a strategy that they haven't told us about. Right. There's yeah. some way that we can make a quick dollar. Yeah. And the one quick dollar strategy that I see people talk about time and time again is market timing. Either I'm going to get out and I'm going to save, you know, from the downfall, or I'm going to get in and I'm going to make a million dollars. Yeah. And has it happened before? Sure. I can actually tell you stories of clients that actually have that great fist story. Yes, I sold here and I saved it. Or yes, I bought here and I made a 50% return. But on average, when we see most investors over 10, 15, 20 years, there's no such thing as market timing. Their investments will come to what we call the mean, the average. Yeah. So yeah. having a strategy is more important than market time. Well, you know, we, we could do the, the analogies all day, right? It's not timing the market. It's time in the market, you Absolutely. know, all that kind of stuff. Everybody wants to have bought Apple or Amazon, you know, 15 or 18 or 20 years ago, but you didn't, you know, so, so we're now we're all looking for it, you know? Yeah. It's right. the, it's the, you know, I once caught a fish this big, kind this of thing, big. <laughs> you know? uh, all right. So final one, Jude, if you have a well-conceived plan in place, don't panic. Uh, when a downturn comes, even though it can be scary, we obviously just saw that in March, April with COVID, it is tough to do. But if you have a plan and you're allowing the plan to work and you're working the plan, that's the key too. You don't just kind of just, you know, turn it off. You got to kind of make sure you're working little adjustments, little things here and there. Sure. That's part of normalcy, but just wholesale wanting to make changes when things get scary is often how people get in trouble. This is the thing that I love. Well, one of the many things I love about our firm, and I'm not bragging here, uh, we're all human, but the thing that I love about our firm is that we believe in planning first. And because of that, when this last downturn happened, most of our clients didn't panic. Mm -hmm. I spoke to a financial advisor friend of mine that is in the, at another institution, and he was telling me about, oh my God, I'm getting so many calls. I'm so stressed out. And I said to him, wow, we're not getting those calls. Uh, now we're being proactive in reaching out to our clients, but most of the time our clients understand we have a plan that's customized to them and their investments is following the bucket plan uh, philosophy that we subscribe to. So yes, your later bucket, it probably did go down, but your now and soon bucket 
were doing just fine and they were doing the job that they were supposed to do. The right. reason why we created the plan in the first place. Yeah. And if you think about it, at the time we're taping this particular podcast, Jude, uh, the market is back up, you know, right now at over 26.2 on the Dow. So your later bucket, you know, from March to early April is not probably terribly far off from where it was. Right back then. Now, we don't know how it's going to play out. We still have an election later this year and all sorts of turmoil going on in the country, but it's the concept, right? It's the concept of the now money versus the later money. And again, like I mentioned, little steps and little adjustments sometimes can be needed and required during, you know, obviously massive things like something that's like COVID that's happened. But often people will get, I think I've used this analogy before, you think about the Patriots in football and you think about the Cleveland Browns, no disrespect (laughs) to the Cleveland Browns, but they change coaches all the time and they don't have a winning strategy typically. The Patriots have had a very long you know, history of winning the last 20 years because there's been consistency in minor tweaks, not major overhauls. So something to ponder. Even even though... Uh, the Patriots is probably the team I despise the most. The analogy you. is right on point. <laughs> I, I'm with you. I'm not a fan, but it does work, right? You know, or, or any dynasty franchise. You could right. go, you know, the Showtime Lakers, you know, or the Bulls were doing it. However, whatever you want to use, that same concept, yeah. same coach, minor tweaks, you know, moving a player here or there, but the philosophy, the triangle offense of Phil Jackson with the Bulls, whatever you want to use, right? Well, so. since I was born in Chicago, I'll go with the Bulls All right, there I'm we a go. Michael Jordan fan. I've redeemed myself from the Patriots. <laughs> you comment. have redeemed yourself. There we go. Fantastic. We have the, the bucket plan is the Bulls version of, of, of a financial there strategy. You go. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the bulls of the 90s. We'll clarify Exa- that. Exactly. The bulls of the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to do it this week for our show. So that's basically a little survival guide, five rules to kind of hopefully protect ourselves or at least, you know, have a, a general idea of what to look forward to or to avoid, I should say, moving into a future potential downturn. And with that, we're going to let you get out of here this week. As always, folks, if you hear something that piques your interest or uh, you want to learn more about before you take any action, always check with a qualified professional like Jude and Mike before you take that action. Call them at 800-779-4592. It's 800-779-4592. And don't forget, go to the website, PlanWise Retire Free Podcast. Dot com. That's planwiseretirefreepodcast.com. Hit the subscribe button on whatever app uh, that you like to use, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, and subscribe to the podcast. And we appreciate your time, my friend, as always. I'll see you soon. Have a great week. You're the man. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. We'll talk again next time right here on Plan Wise Retire Free with Jude Wilson and Mike Mott. We'll see you next time. The preceding program is sponsored by Jude Wilson and Mike Mott, which is solely responsible for its content.